So today we're going to be talking with Landon about his story and how he got interested in dentistry, how he got involved in pursuing uh, dental school and kind of uh, what his thoughts are if he could go back in time and talk to his past self. You are listening to The Smart Dental Student your source for information regarding dental school and your professional journey with your hosts, Matt Manley and Landon Guy. So Landon, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am from the Charlotte, North Carolina area, specifically Belmont. Shout out to all the Gaston County people out there. Uh, Born and raised there. I lived there my entire life and ended up moving to Chapel Hill for undergrad and also for dental school now. Um, Grew up with three brothers and that was a lot of fun and really pity my mom because of that. I can imagine. It's probably a pretty busy house. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We were always out the door doing something sports related within the, between the four of us. And my dad is a pharmacist, owns his own independent pharmacy, still does. Shout out to Cramerton Drugstore, your hometown pharmacy. Um, and that provided a really good living for all of us. And what, and is what got me acquainted with healthcare from the beginning. And my mom was able to thankfully stay at home with the, with the rest of us. Um, boys and we got to grow up with having mom around all the time, which was, which was a really cool experience. So, um, that's kind of my, my background, just a big fan of baseball as well. Um, enjoy baseball, kind of what my life early on revolved around and big UNC fan. Love, love the Tar Heels. Now, did you, um, like about how old were you? kind of where in your life were you when you decided that you wanted to become a dentist? Well, to kind of go back on that topic of my dad being a pharmacist growing up, I was always interested in science and thought I just was going to be a pharmacist. Like my dad, he um, seemed to enjoy his job and love working with the community and stuff. But when I got into high school, having conversations with my dad, he's like, just don't, don't, don't be a pharmacist. I was like, okay. And so I had a shadowing project my junior year of high school. And with that project, we had to go shadow a profession and then give a speech on the particular profession. And so I was thinking, well, can't shadow a pharmacist because dad told me not to be a pharmacist. So I'm like, I'll just go shadow a dentist. And as soon as that happened, I, I fell in love with the, with the profession. Was that, um, what, what, what did that first shadowing experience look like for you? What did you see when you were shadowing? So, I mean, it was a pretty, like looking back at it now, it was a pretty boring experience. It was kind of a routine. It was just, day. yeah, exactly. Just a routine day sitting down, <laughs> I think it was just a composite feeling. What um, about it kind of drew you or captivated you? I just, I love the interaction with the patients. I, I love the, the dentist sitting down and just talking with the patient. And then I love the, oh, I, lo- I love the, the drilling. And then uh, I think the one thing that stood out to me during the experience was 
the uh, the the etch, the, the blue etch, the thirty seven percent phosphoric acid etch, and I like that is a pretty cool color, and I, I still remember that today. That that's one of the first things. I noticed about dentistry was how cool the etch was. Um, Do you see a future in dental materials? Yes. I, I think, um, <laughs> operative I think dentistry, here operative comes dentistry is, is what I'm most interested in, um, because of that. And, but also I was able to see some within the lab. They took me back into their lab as well. And I got to see some appliances and some, um, occlusal bite guards and, and such. And it's like, this is pretty cool. Like there's, there's a lot of diversity in this field. Mm -hmm. It's not when I, and when I looked at my dad, I saw same thing every day, standing in front of the computer, looking up people's information, filling their prescriptions. You're looking at essentially the same drugs every day because doctors prescribe pretty much the same medications to everybody. And that didn't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. And I want, I needed something or wanted something that had a little bit of diversity. And I was like, well, they're, they do some extraction. Sometimes they're doing these fillings. They are, you know, they help build these retainers and occlusal night guards and stuff like that. And I'm like, there's a lot that a dentist can do. And they're not stuck doing the same thing every day. And that, that was something that was intriguing to me from the beginning. What, um, from that, did, how did that inform your decision like choosing a college, going to school, mm-hmm. what did that look like for you? So for me, uh, after that experience, I ended up going to shadow a different dentist and that was actually the dentist I've continued to stay in contact with even to this day. Um, this one that I just, that I went to next. And so I kind of followed his every step and he's become my mentor now. And I saw that he went to UNC was a biology major at UNC then got into dental school at UNC. So I'm like, well, I want to be like my mentor, so might as well just follow through. But also, as I mentioned before, I'm a big UNC fan and my dad, he ended up graduating from pharmacy school at UNC. And so I thought it was just inevitable that I was going to go to UNC. So dentistry had a little bit of an impact on whether I chose it, but more or less I was choosing UNC because Chapel Hill was a second home to me, mm-hmm. but the the biology major decision was heavily related to the dental profession because I looked on class profiles and stuff, which some schools don't provide provide it, but at the time UNC provided it, and also East Carolina University did as well, and I noticed a reoccurring trend between the two of them, and that was that the majority of people in their schools were biology majors. Mm. So I'm like, well, I want to be in the majority and increase my chances, which I don't think it really does increase your chances in my opinion. But at that moment in time, 18 year old brain was like, I'm going to be a biology major. (laughs) So that's, and that's, so that's what I decided to do. And it was related to those dental class profiles. Now, if you could, um, if you could go back in time and talk to high school Landon, right? Like before choosing college, what, what would you, what advice would you give pertaining to kind of, um, choosing a school, kind of looking at the program that you're going to get into and kind of pre pre dental, if you know what I mean? Gotcha. So I would, I would say probably do a little more homework beforehand 
because as I mentioned, it was almost, if what, I got what does that you, look like? Like what, what is the extra, what would have been the extra homework you would okay. have done? Um, because so what, what I was going to say was that I pretty much considered it as like a foregone conclusion that I was going to go to UNC if I got into UNC. Mm. So there wasn't really much digging into UNC. It was just like, well, that's gotcha. where I'm going to go. So okay. the homework I would say that I would encourage my old self to do is look into the pre-dental opportunities because uh, at a okay. place like UNC, they have, and because they have the dental school right near where the undergrads go to school, there's a lot of connection between mm-hmm. the undergraduate programs and also the dental school. And there's even some faculty from the dental school that teach some classes in undergraduate in undergraduate classes. So I would do my homework and look into what pre-dental opportunities. What schools kind of foster that Mm -hmm. cross pollination or, or kind of pipelining folks to kind of where they want to be. Exactly. And the, I, cause I didn't get started and plugged into the pre-dental club at UNC until my, to the second half of my sophomore year. And if I would have actually looked into it beforehand, I could have mm-hmm. gotten more plugged in with that and potentially more interaction with faculty at UNC dental school and such. So that was probably, that would probably be my major advice to high school Landon is do your homework beforehand and don't just drift into it, hoping you're going to find something. And that kind of leads me to, you talked about it a little bit, but why did you choose? And then, cause a lot of folks will change their, um, their major kind of like halfway through mm-hmm. college or whatever. Um, but why did you choose and then stick with biology? And you mm-hmm. touched on it a little bit about being in the majority of applicants kind of mm-hmm. thing, but you know, especially after you started getting into the higher levels of biology, mm-hmm. why did you choose to stay with it instead of switching to something easier or kind of what's your take yeah. on that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Well, I ended up choosing it because of that reason of majority of applicants were, or majority of acceptances were of people who, who were biology majors. But also I saw my dentist, he himself was a biology major. I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll just do it because it seems like everybody does it for the sake of that. But as soon as I started my first semester in first level chemistry, it did not go well. I got kicked in the teeth really early. Um, and I just remember my dad, I would, I would, I called him and I'm like, dad, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> this is not gonna, this is, this is not turning out too well from the beginning. Like, and I, I remember this thought, like I really enjoyed up here in Chapel Hill, except on exam days. <laughs> I can don't really enjoy that as yeah, much. I don't ex- enjoy exam days, but everything else is manageable. But I remember him saying, if you want something bad enough, you're going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And he had to do it himself because a similar situation happened to him pre-pharmacy school. And his dad had the same conversation with him. And so... Was he biology too, or did he, did he do like chemistry or something? So he did just the prereqs for pharmacy and was able to get into pharmacy school after two years um, of, of undergrad. Perfect. He never finished an undergrad degree technically. Cool. Um, But 
that was a moment where that really challenged me mm-hmm. to the point where I didn't do well in first level chemistry. But because of that lack of success there, it helped give me the the stickum. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of a redneck term. Yeah, kind of stick with it. To, to stick with it. And I never really considered another option of a major. This was what I was going to do. And I was going to finish out as a biology major because getting through those first couple classes when I thought it was impossible and ended up getting through it gave me the motivation to keep going. So it was never really another, I never really gave myself another option to, to stick with biology or to, to get out of biology. Now you also, um, like I'm assuming your program also allowed for, um, taking some elective courses, what kind of courses, what kind of electives kind of drew you or kind of, um, kept you excited about being in either biology or, or whatever you took for your electives? So, um, well, I guess the good thing was the majority of the elective classes I took were dental school prereqs and for specifically for biology, for the biology major, the, the electives you took were kind of feed into, they kind of fed into that because they weren't specifically required by the major, but they helped, um, well, I guess in an indirect way they were required, but it was a, an elective of biology that I had to take. And those electives were dental prereqs. But I did take a couple outside of that general sphere. And that was related. I took two classes that were marine science classes. Mm-hmm. And one of them specifically was marine biology. I'm just fascinated with the ocean. Um, and I'm like, well, this is manageable because I'm actually enjoying studying this biology. Uh, but Outside of that, to get my full graduation requirements, I was a history minor. So, oh, so I, you had minor you were working on as well. Exactly. So I got to not think scientifically and think historically mm-hmm. and write papers historically and not have to really take exams like I had to do for my biology classes. So that kind of more writing. Exactly. Yeah. So that kind of that kept me sane. Um, through throughout my undergraduate studies was was taking classes like that and specifically there was um, history classes that related to sports and I really enjoyed those there was sport in American history baseball in American history and I really liked those because I got to study something I was passionate about which I really like history and then I really like sports and it was kind of a mesh of the two. So that kind of kept, kept me sane and helped boost my GPA too. Mm-hmm. Not that those classes were extremely easy or sure. that, but something that interested you. Exactly. So you're going to invest more in something that interests you mm-hmm. and you're typically going to perform better. Would you, um, and this kind of leads me into my next question and I feel like you touched a little bit on it, uh, but if you could go back and talk to pre-dental Landon, so like college Landon, um, I know you mentioned getting involved with the pre-dental club, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it sounds like also maybe getting, uh, doing classes, maybe not necessarily geared toward dentistry, but this that mm-hmm. interest you to kind of keep that fire going. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what would be kind of that advice you would give your college self? or pre-dental self? Again, I would similarly say do your homework because... Literally and figuratively. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I, I did do my homework while in undergrad, but I 
Wish I would have made more of a plan of what I needed to do to get into dental school earlier mm-hmm. on than I did because it was more or less just kind of, well, I'm just going to drift right into this. I've drifted into everything else in my life. So I'll just drift into dental school and matriculate in once I finish undergrad. But that wasn't the case. I like I studied for classes, but my my time management wasn't great. If I would have planned more in advance to take exams and study for those exams, I probably would have performed better than I did. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until after I got declined from dental school that I really was able to learn how to manage my time and really learn how to study efficiently. This was the first time that you'd applied. This was after the first time I had applied. Okay. Yes. And I got set up with a tutor to study, to retake the DAT because I didn't do too well the first time. And he helped facilitate my schedule to where I could study for the DAT and then also study for my classes at the same time. So then I was able to learn efficiency, which I had never really done beforehand. And so if I could tell pre-dental Landon early on pre-dental Landon to learn how to efficiently use your time and manage my time, that would have been extremely helpful for me. Uh, for sure. But then also try, I would have told prenatal land to try to get more involved at the dental school at UNC. Mm. Like there's a, literally a dental school, a rock's throw from where I lived. I should have gotten more plugged in than I did. And I regret that now, but I'm thankful to be here now sure. and thankful for the lessons I learned, but I wish I kind of wanted to learn those lessons earlier on. Yeah. Be able to kind of get your, um, not necessarily get your foot in the door, but kind of familiarize yourself more with the program, the school, Mm -hmm. the, the, um, faculty. Mm -hmm. Um, what, uh, now that you are, so how many times did, did you apply to dental school before you got in? Uh, twice, twice. Okay. And, um, and you said, you know, you hired a tutor, when you were trying the second time, mm-hmm. um, got in now that you are a, uh, kind of a mid D two kind of going through your, um, your second year of dental school. If you could go back to talk to yourself as a D one, like coming in, you're fresh, mm-hmm. you kind of have an idea of what you're going to be getting into, but you kind of don't. Um, what would you, and again, we're, we're still in this phase where we don't know, we kind of know what's ahead of us, but we really don't. Um, what would you go back and tell your self a year ago? Um, as far as, you know, these are some lessons that I, I would wish mm-hmm. I had known, or, um, these are some things that I would prepare differently for. That's a really good question. Um, because if you look at my, my grades, I've done very well. And would you, would you like, attribute that partially to your science degree, like being able to, because you've been exposed to these principles kind of over and over? I would say to an extent, but I think it, it's more in line with the efficiency of time and learning how to balance my schedule beforehand, which I'm thankful now that I had gotten rejected from dental school mm-hmm. because I was able to learn those lessons. And when I got in here, I was very efficient. Um, I knew how to schedule my time. And I never really felt that stressed because mm-hmm. of that. But the lesson I would, some of the things I would tell myself D1 year is to loosen up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to study all the time. 
and get out and meet people and be yourself. Mm. Like, not that I was out not being myself, but sure. It was very much business like yeah. get to class, do what I needed to do and leave. And granted we were in the middle of COVID too. So that's you know, true. Chances that were you weren't able to actually get out and hang out as much as we would like. Um, but that's true. But I feel like now I've of, really come out of my shell. Yeah. And you're able to make friendships, foster those early on. Kind of like you said, cause mm-hmm. it, it did take a minute cause we were all on zoom and uh, it's hard to hang out mm-hmm. and meet people over zoom. That's, that's true. Um, but I Sorry, the, I feel like I cut you off oh, there. No, was no, there, no, was there something else that you felt like was kind of, well, you talked about preparation, right? And not to like sound arrogant because I don't want to sound that way, but I feel like coming in to dental school when I did, I was about as prepared as I could have been. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't really many things that I would have changed about my preparation because I got a whole year off. I was, I was able to have my batteries recharged and when I got back into school, I was ready to go from the beginning. And so I was thankful for the way I was able to come in and the mindset that I came in with because I was a lot more motivated. You're kind of already locked in and ready to go. Exactly. And you knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, as far as, uh, you know, somebody kind of choosing a biology degree uh, or choosing chemistry or or business or, you know, um, whatever degree they choose, what would be kind of, um, what would be your advice to somebody who's kind of in that Mm pre-dental phase that's trying to pick a a degree, but at the same time, they also want to, uh, not add on to their work that they need to do to get into dental school. Well, my advice to them would be don't don't do what I did. Like just don't don't go into college assuming that you have to major in a specific thing to get into dental school. Was it a smart decision for me? Yeah, I would I would say it was a smart decision for me. I think it helped prepare me to get into dental school. But I think the way I made the decision was flawed. Mm. So my How so? I would say it's because I just assumed everyone who went into dentistry or dental school did it. So mm-hmm. since the majority did it, I need to do, I this, need to do this. Exactly. So my advice would be pick something you're passionate about. My brother for is a first year dental student and he was an exercise and sports science major. And we both ended up at the same place. And he endured a lot less stress than I did because of choosing that major. So I would choose something you're passionate about. If you want to go into business and you want to be a practice owner, go into business and take your prereqs. In addition to that, Mm -hmm. I wish I would have taken more business classes now that I'm in here because I wouldn't know business if it hit me in the face. But I, so that would, that would be my encouragement would, would choose something you're passionate about. If you like music, be a music major. Mm -hmm. And if that's the way you see you're able to express yourself, be a music major, but take the required classes. I had a friend who's not in dentistry, but he went to the business school here at UNC, but was also a music major as well. Mm. And so I, I think that admissions committees, I, I can't speak for admissions committees, but I think they'd like to see that diversity. They, and you as, do hear them talk about that. Exactly. Wanting to see 
you know, that you're, Mm -hmm. they keep saying well-rounded person that you have more to you Mm -hmm. than just a a monolithic, you know, I have a STEM degree. This is all I am. This is all I do. And the thing is the great equalizer is the DAT. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to handle the DAT and get a good score specifically in the science section, then that shows you're able to handle the rigor of, of the dental school sciences, because Mm -hmm. that's pretty much the foundation that is laid for you for the classes that you're going to be in is, are those sciences you study for the DAT. And so if they see that you did well in that, then that's kind of what equalizes you in my opinion before the eyes of an admissions committee. And on top of that, you have something even more unique about you because Mm -hmm. you chose Mm -hmm. a different major. So that would be my advice. Just choose something you're passionate about, something that you can enjoy learning because I think at the end of the day, we, it's so easy to put ourselves in a box and say, we have to think this specific way and learn these specific things. But the more we cultivate our mind and things we enjoy, the better off we're going to be as providers at the end of the day. The more I know about a bunch of random things, it can help me interact with my patients that otherwise I may not have anything in common with. So I'm all for broadening your knowledge, in in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Getting different experiences throughout your education. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and we'll talk about this a lot in future episodes, but the idea of being in dental school is kind of gearing you up to being a lifelong learner. Today we heard from Landon and his story. You have been listening to The Smart Dental Student. The views, information, and opinions expressed during this recording are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the organizations that the individuals are affiliated with. If you enjoyed the content of this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Smart Dental Student or visit our website for more information at smartdentalstudent.com.